fucking Hicks. Okay. Some ass fuck decided that they wanted to shoot guns off at 10.30 at night. Where? I, I don't know. I live in the fucking boonies. <laughs> I, I, I was wrong, Frank. About what? The whole thing. The whole thing? The whole thing. The whole thing. All right. We'll get into it. Okay. Sounds good. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am Steve. I'm Frank. Nerds of Unusual Origin is in a podcast. <laughs> I don't have, I'm not looking at you. I just have the audio. It's great. Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where two best friends take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We're going to discuss music, movies, and more, as well as talk about some other things that we obsess over. Yep. Frank, before we get started, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Oh, yeah, sure. All right, so uh, we're on social media. You can check us out on Instagram. At social meds. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Instagram at Nerds of Unusual Origin. Uh, we're also on Facebook under the same name. You can find our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else good pa- podcasts are uh, consumed. If you can't find us anywhere, you need to... Uh, <laughs> If you can't find us on the podcast you use, which you're not going to really matter anyways because you're not listening to us. If there's somebody that wants to listen to us and they don't use any of those mentioned, let us know and we can put it on there. Sure. I'm still trying to get... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. All right. So in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, pretty much um, the the finale of WandaVision and uh, our opinions on that. So... I'm I'm ready to I'm ready for a fight, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And what else are we going to talk about, Steve? We're going to talk about the new A Day to Remember album and why it could be hot garbage. Alrighty. <laughs> so, uh, as is our normal uh, kickoff the podcast tradition, Steve, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a Coca Cola with coffee, the uh, caramel one. Oh, I've had that one. It's not bad. It's surprisingly delicious, and I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I am drinking a uh, a night shift brewing strong female lead. It's a limited edition brew by night nice. shift. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So this month is um, uh, National Women's uh, History Month. So uh, what they did was over at night shift, they let all the women brewers take this uh beer from soup to nuts basically they did all the brewing they did all the can art and uh i have to say it's it's excellent it's a uh it's an ipa it's an american style ipa with uh pomelo it's pomelo. yeah and uh to be honest they should just let the girls do all of the can art because it's miles better than that stupid owl that they have on all their cans so i like the owl yeah it's okay it's just meh I don't know. For what it's worth, um, they one of the breweries that I like, Redemption Rock Brewing. They uh they have one specific girl that does all of their album. They have one specific yeah. They have one specific (laughs) girl that does all of their can art, and it's it's always on point. I I love it. I'll show you some of it uh, soon when I find it. So, all right. Well, (sighs) let's just get into it, huh? Wandavision. You hated it, didn't you? You know what? Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to make this statement up front. 
And I'm going to say WandaVision is a television show. And it's a television show that was not for me. So, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think, I think I expected a lot more out of it than what I got. And in my opinion, the things that I got were okay. It, 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 was, it was fine, but it was not great TV. Yeah, I, I disagree with you on the whole thing. Yeah, I knew you would. I want to say that there was a lot of hype behind it, and I fed a lot into the rumors that everybody was throwing out there. And I sincerely apologize for that because I just <laughs> kept perpetuating it. That sure. being said, um, I still loved the show for what it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was okay. Honestly, I just... I didn't really like it. I think that there's better stuff on TV to watch. And I think I think part of it for me was I was I went into it with really high expectations because, you know, uh, you know, the MCU has always been pretty epic. Even the bad stuff was, you know, frankly okay and pretty good. And um I was, you know, kind of uh you I, I was putting it up against the Mandalorian as far as a uh, a TV show, it's two different properties, on though. Disney Plus, yes, it is. It's in completely different studios, and, and you know, I got into this debate with my wife today about it, and um, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess the the Mandalorian really set the bar pretty high as far as what Disney Plus could deliver as for a a TV show. If so, I can counter before you finish, yeah, that's fine. Film, Lucas Films, and uh, Disney didn't have a lot to go on with the last three Star Wars movies, Star Wars movies. The last real good one that came out was Rogue One. Yeah. So you had low expectations going into The Mandalorian season 1. Sure. So like on the opposite side of that spectrum, they ended with two amazing movies with the MCU. So your expectations were way higher. You expected it to be something. You expected it to perpetuate the story yeah I it guess, didn't like i guess because um the mcu is so massive and huge and gigantic i i was expecting a bit more than the entire thing being set in a small field outside of a small neighborhood i think everybody did though you know it i was did a- i expected it to push the entire story to the next movie and it's not yeah like i i it was too small for me it was honestly just too small for me and it was it was a long time to develop the background of a character that i was never that interested in in the first place you know i can see that i i definitely can see that it it's um i can see if they pushed a different story and brought other people in how it could have ended differently but they wasted not wasted. I don't think it was a wasted show. I actually, I think it was really good, but they used a lot of the time of the show on uh, the stages of you know losing somebody. Yeah, I mean, the, it, it was all about like you know, it was all about Wanda's grief, and I mean, grief for you know nine episodes of a show is a bit much. I get it, you know, but. For me, it, it left a lot of loose ends. A lot of things that were set up fell completely flat. And like what? So, before whole... we go any further, 
before yeah. we go any further, let's uh, let's let anybody who's listening know that we're going to spoil a little bit. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to know anything about the show or you haven't watched it yet, watch the show and come back to this podcast. Right. Okay. All right. So go ahead. So right off the bat, uh, Wanda's brother, Pietro, was literally set up to end up being a dick joke. Come on, you didn't laugh? <laughs> no, I All didn't right. laugh. I looked at the TV and I was like, really? Like, you're going to build something up to have such a huge emotional, important impact? And all it is is a way to say the word boner on TV. I'd argue that they did it for fan service. Uh, not the boner joke. Um, they, they, they brought this whole thing in there and they knew that fans were going to start making their own assumptions, which were obviously going to be wrong. It did piss me off, I will admit. Yeah, like that that was that was stupid, you know, and and I thought I thought it was a waste of a good emotional arc for the main characters, you know. It it, it I don't know. So that that kind of kind of, you know, ticked me off a bit. And then they set up this huge entire fight between, you know, the Vision twins and it went nowhere. There was there was no resolution. It was just vision telling white vision to you know oh by the way your cool. vision and and then vision and then white vision goes oh my god you're right i am vision and then he just floats off you know i'd argue that it's i mean they're gonna bring vision back sure I, me it's I, i'm not gonna go into the whole storyline of like white vision regular vision but like he he does come back but as white vision yeah i mean i read i read up on it a little bit you know but to 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 try to figure out what the heck was going on um you know because i thought the end of the previous episode where they unveiled white vision i was going "Ooh, okay this is this could be big this could be epic yeah they set it up to to go somewhere and it went nowhere yeah it really went nowhere it was kind of a big letdown and 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 to be fair paul bettany didn't help matters at all by saying there was a luke skywalker <laughs> level cameo you know and and it turns out it was just himself playing i saw the good version. morning america uh thing and he's like you know there's times when you say something and you really regret it afterwards this is one of those times yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I think I think me and a lot of people were like, okay, where's the cameo? Like, it, it could be Doctor Strange, it could be, uh, you know, uh, Richard Reeves, it, it could be any of these massive characters. And it was like, it was just, a, it was, it was White Vision, who got revealed in the previous episode. So, meh, you know. But on the whole, I just didn't think it was very good. I don't think it was made very well. I don't think it was pulled off very well. I just wasn't that happy about it, you know? Yeah, I I think it's funny that the director of the episodes had turned around on social media the week beforehand and basically said, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that had theories that are going to be really disappointed with this episode. And it, it's, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean... That that that's a that's a good way to tease the episode though. Like if you do have like this big twist, like a huge twist of an ending or something, and there wasn't one, you know, it there really there was no big twist. You know what I mean? Like of course, yeah. of course, Wanda's gonna like find closure 
um, you know, with the whole vision saga, of course, she's going to, going to become more comfortable with her powers, which she really just got kind of thrown into in the, in the MCU movies, you know? Um, so it wasn't really, there was nothing that was like that revelatory to me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, with that being said though, like it, I don't know. It, it's on its own. It would never have worked. But knowing what she went through through the movies, it works. Yep. And it fell short only in the fact that it didn't push anything other than a storyline for just her forward. Right. I mean, it did set some things up with, um, uh, was it Secret Invasion, potentially? Yes. That being said, last week, I said Kree definitely yep. meant scroll. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I yeah. I kind of figured once that... Uh, once that reveal happened, I was like, I think Steve meant scrolls, but, um, so, so that could have some potential. That's definitely, that, that was a good setup for Rambo's character, you know? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of questions I have, obviously they're not going to be answered at this point, sure. but like, does Monica keep the powers after the hex is gone? I would say, yeah, because their cells have changed, right? Like she's yeah. undergone like a genetic mutation to an extent. That's what I'm assuming, but I, I don't know. Like, everything that she had was only in the Hex. Like, sorry. Every power she displayed was only in the Hex. Okay. So, yeah. I like... And, and they didn't show her... They showed her just normal after the Hex, if that makes sense. Like, you don't yeah. know. It doesn't... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, although, I would say the only counter-argument I have to that is the fact that when Darcy pointed out all of her... Um, her scans, her blood work and stuff. Yeah. You know, and it did show that, you know, she, she had been affected by being in the hex and coming out of it, which also makes me wonder what kind of, um, what kind of lasting, you know, effects are on the townspeople. They only, they only, pa they didn't pass through it. Actually, they passed through it once. So right. the only reason she had different, like her body was changing was because she had passed through it th two times, three times. Well, she went in, she went out, she went back in. So I guess that would be three, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, I would say, yeah, she's going to probably keep her, her powers. You know, I think we'll see her as Photon for, you know, a good chunk of Captain Marvel too. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, now that I think about it, uh, it, it's, I'm looking forward to her character, you know, moving yeah. forward. Yeah, that's, that I think was one of the, the high notes of, of the show. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Um definitely didn't care about uh agatha harkness at all you know i thought that character just ended up being really cheesy i'm shaking my head yeah. <laughs> to anybody who's listening i'm trying to think of a counter argument to that and i don't think i have one. Oh man steve I'm well no you down I, here like crazy i mean i don't think it was a waste of a character i think that it displayed their rivalry in the comic books very well i think it's cool that they kept her around in case they need her later okay being that she's 500 plus years old i just wonder what they're going to do with the property afterwards right like i also wonder like okay yeah vision pieced out is he gonna show up somewhere again like right away is he gonna show up in dr strange like the the end credit scene kind of leads you to believe that it did 
that's the only thing it really did to push the storyline forward. Okay, so um, I will admit, so I saw the mid-credit stinger. I did not see the end-credit scene. What's the mid-credit stinger that you saw? Wasn't that the one where um, Monica Rambeau gets pulled into the movie theater? That, that the yes. Okay. There was a second post-credit scene where it's this like drone shot of it going in from the woods like over a lake and as it's it's zooming in you see a house from afar and it gets closer 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 and you see wanda sitting on the porch of this little tiny wooden house she gets up you hear a teep kettle going off she pours some tea and then it zooms past her into the adjacent room and it's an astral projection of her looking at the dark hold which was the book and she's got all these runes around her basically it looks like like incantation spells and stuff to keep her from getting hurt and the next thing you hear is billy and tommy screaming mom we need help and then it ends okay so i'm assuming that that could lead into the multiverse right like yes, was she that's... tapping into the multiverse when that was going on my wife and i after every episode watch the nerdist after show with dan casey and he seems to think that it is her tapping into the multiverse and trying to find a multi or a version of the universe with billy and tommy that are alive in the real world okay um that's about it <laughs> that's okay um so do you think that might um lead into the new doctor strange movie or no or no i definitely think it does i mean in the in the comics uh the only way you can tap into the multiverse is through wanda okay uh obviously we don't know how they're going to do it in the mcu so it's kind of wait sit and see wait and see right one thing i thought that was kind of interesting is that they put her powers into a little you know into scale a little bit with you know in the showdown between her and agatha they talked about how wanda is actually you know she's more powerful than the sorcerer supreme right yeah so that to me means that she will definitely play a big role in uh in in Doctor Strange 2. You know. Yeah. Why would they tease that and not have her in that? I agree with you wholeheartedly. The whole I think the whole multiverse thing is going to center around her either searching or accidentally opening it or something. I I don't know. Yeah, my my theory is that Doctor Strange is going to realize that Wanda is the only person who can access the multiverse and he needs to take advantage of that um, in order to accomplish something, you know, uh, plot wise in the new movie. That's, that's what my guess is. Yeah. That somehow Um, they're either going to work together or kind of against each other, but towards the same goal. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I can't, I don't want to theorize. I did it too much the last five weeks. So (laughs) I I just want to, either be right or wrong i really hope that there's gonna not right or wrong i really just want to see see what's coming and and kind of go from there that being said i'm hoping all of the shows that are coming out are going to end up like having something like leading into it because they didn't give us anything right right yeah there was nothing that could really lead into another series coming up you know like i don't see anything that was going on affecting anything in like um uh you know the hawkeye show or or um 
uh, Captain America and the, or, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know. Uh, however, I do think that they knew that this, you know, this series wasn't necessarily going to be their big get as far as the MCU on Disney+. Plus. I, I have a feeling that they're really going to be dumping a lot more effort and time and money into things like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that's where you're going to actually, I think that's where I'm going to feel a little bit more satisfied as a fan and, uh, you know, you know, watching an MCU adventure on, on TV. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of annoying that the original timeline is off from what it was. I am trying to find the original timeline. Oh, you're talking about the original, the original release schedule before plague. Yeah. Um, the original schedule release, like I, the way that phase four was supposed to roll out, originally was black widow came out it was supposed to come out in may falcon and winter soldier was supposed to come out in the fall of 2020 marvel eternals was supposed to come out in november shang chi was supposed to come out in february so last month we were supposed to have four things before wandavision even came out so they did not push back wandavision at all like that was released when it was originally supposed to be they moved it forward no kidding they pushed oh. back they pushed back Falcon and Winter Soldier and pushed WandaVision forward. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that's uh, because since it was a smaller show it must have been easier to film, you know, during these times. I honestly don't know. Like it, it's WandaVision was supposed to lead in directly into Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was supposed to come out in May of this year. That got pushed but, back to March of next year exactly wow okay why they had the show now and make us wait a year is beyond me sure yeah you know what that's kind of that's kind of weird because like i don't know about you but i feel like you know i didn't need another marvel property so soon you know i wasn't clamoring for it so i I, you like I mean, granted, I'm not a diehard fan. I'm a fan, but not like a not a bleeding heart Marvel guy. So, you know, I don't mind waiting a little bit. Yeah, I know you're looking at your posters and paraphernalia. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of uh, I don't know. It, it's it just irks me. It, it I wish they would have kept it some semblance of the way it was but marvel refuses to release sorry marvel refuses to release anything not in the theaters so that's why black widow never came out even though it was done right and so and then like i don't i'm pretty sure they were finished with falcon and the winter soldier when corona hit so i think that was ready to go out too yeah but you know what honestly they, they should have just released um black widow just like they they did with um you know mulan and and raya and the last dragon just do it as a premiere access and release it in the theater simultaneously you know just yeah just take take one on the chin as far as the budget goes have people pay their 29.95 to watch it at home or go see it in the theater for you know a, a, a comparable price you know, make your money that way. People will pay the money. They want to see the movie. I want to see that movie. You know, I would pay the $30 to watch it at home. So I think it's kind of a lame, lame excuse to to hold out releasing that movie in a timely manner. 
I remember hearing from somebody or somewhere, maybe it was a podcast, that the after credit scene for Black Widow is the reason why they won't release it out in the open other than movie theaters. I I don't I can't speculate where I heard it from again, but I think from what I understood it was what's going to push phase forward forward. I said that wrong. It was what's going to push phase 4 forward. Right. So that remains to be seen, so. Yeah, so are they leaning on WandaVision to push phase 4 forward? I don't know. I don't know if it can. If anything, I'd argue that WandaVision came out because it didn't do anything to Phase 4. Okay, that could be true. You know, it's like, okay, well, we got to release something, you know. Yeah. Might as well put this steaming pile, I mean, this, you know, uh, television show out. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> I loved it. You hated it. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I can't go as far as to say hate, you know. I mean, I. I you did I, give every episode a seven and a half to an eight, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I think I think by the end of it I was just I was ready for some I was ready for something and I just felt pretty let down, you know. Yeah. That being said, both visions are the ship of Theseus. Right. That or was Theseus. Or... Yeah, that was no, that was a cool um that was a cool kind of uh uh, uh um Okay, hang on. We're going to have to I have to think of the right thought thing. experiment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a cool thought experiment right in the middle of that episode though. I appreciated that. Um Yeah, I I I thought it was really cool. I mean, I I feel like we're done with with the talking about it. Is there anything else you want to go over regarding the show? Um that I wanted to go over? No. I mean, it would just be ripping be me ripping on stuff. Um you know what's interesting though is like i would call myself an intermediate marvel fan you're you're a diehard fan my wife is a casual fan she really liked the show mine you know, too yeah she she told me that i'm being too cynical and that i'm looking for things that could be wrong um and you know and she brought up like i said earlier you know the whole point of you're looking at two different properties with uh you know Lucasfilm and and Marvel and how they have different audiences and different goals and different objectives. You know, so to compare them isn't exactly fair. And yeah, that being said, like you, you're you are to Star Wars properties as I am to Marvel properties. True. Like you can probably name anything and everything regarding Star Wars, where I can name almost everything having to do with Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I um, so I think because yeah, Star Wars is more near and dear to my heart. I'm always going to compare, you know, the kind of fantasy stuff to that. So, um, but yeah, I I wasn't that psyched on it. I'm more psyched for what else is coming up. I am too. Um, I do have to ask: Did your wife cry? Oh no, oh no, she was. I think. So we we didn't start watching it until about like nine thirty quarter of ten, because um, last night was my daughter's stay up late night. So uh, we watched some behind the scenes stuff of Mandalorian season one, because she's ready to start watching season two. So we watched a couple episodes of that, and she was up until about nine thirty or so. 
So we didn't start watching it until late. And then, um, like, the credits started rolling. My wife was just like, F it, and just went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So she missed all of the post-credits stuff. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, my wife definitely started uh, crying. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. A lot of people cried. I mean, I read some stuff online about, you know, people's opinions and thoughts on the episode. And there was a lot of, like, boohooing and crying and tears and stuff. So that's great. Hey, you know what? They hit some emotions with some people. So I guess they did that right. Absolutely. I think any any women, any, I think any woman who, you know, has a child or a connection to a child definitely got kind of the feels when the the kids kind of went away. Yeah, I I definitely assume when she said um when she said you know thank you for choosing me to be your mom you know family is forever I I like looked at my wife and was like that hits you right in the feels <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's true I mean yeah that was I I felt that a little bit you know um but yeah I don't know I think I was just so I was I was so bummed out by the whole series that it was hard for me to connect to the uh really big emotional impact of that i get it it makes sense speaking of bummed out okay is this your have you is got... this your segue yes okay go for it <laughs> have you gotten a chance to listen to the new a day to remember album i did okay so i listened to it right before we started podcasting or at least whatever they released up onto youtube there was like four, it should all be up there it was like four songs or five songs that i listened to what um, do you know which ones you listen to? No. Uh I mean I might be able to tell you. Hold on, let me pull up my my YouTube history. Um Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm not used to using YouTube on a computer. <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> so I don't know where anything is. Well, I don't know. It was there was like four or five songs. They were they were full disclosure, both me and Steve are pretty big data remember fans um we've been listening to them from way the f back so it was a departure from their typical musical style i'll put it like that they basically did what four years strong did yes you stole my friggin' comparison damn it (laughs) but the weirdest part is is like when four years strong released in some way shape or form they released all those songs because the producer they went with was like, this is what's going to sell. Sure. I don't, I think... heard that on Shane Told's uh, podcast lead singer syndrome. They talked about, you know, why they released it and it wasn't necessarily what they wanted, but it was what the record label and the producer said, you know, this is going to be whatever. That being said, this is all on them. They wanted to release this. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a day to remember has been around long enough that they could just kind of do whatever they want. You know, they don't have to really listen to the label as far as, like, creative control. Yeah, because um, they're unfueled by ramen. Right. You know, um, so if I if I was to just listen to it as an a day to remember fan listening to an a day to remember album, I would be let down also. However, if I listen to it with just being a fan of music and open expectations and heavy and, and heavy music and hard rock. I actually thought it was really good and I would definitely listen to it again. So I will say I listened to the album twice. I like, 
it's not bad for what it is, but it's hot garbage for an A Day to Remember album. <laughs> you kind of go in expecting Last Chance to Dance. Did you hear that song? Did I hear what now? Last Chance to Dance, Bad Friend. Last Chance to Dance, Bad Friend. It's the name of the song. Uh... It's the only one that's heavy as hell. I don't think so. Okay. It, yeah, it's legitimately the only song that's heavy as hell. The like chorus oh, is like, no, twist wait. the blade. Yeah, I did listen to that one. Yep. Yeah, and I then, managed to pull uh, up my history. The um, the the breakdown is like when I'm gone, who's gonna be there to carry your casket? Yeah. Okay. That song. Yeah, I went in expecting that song, and then I got FYM, which I will say is pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I, to be fair, our the what was the name of the last album they came out with? Bad Vibrations. It was Bad Vibrations. Yep. I don't remember anything off of that album. I liked it. I, I I went in not expecting much because I believe it was the last thing that they did on Victory. But it's it is what it is. I I, I liked it. it. Was catchier than this. This one's got these weird like riffs and bridges and choruses. Like no. Mm. Yeah, I um I'm trying to find. I'm trying to think of what the name of the last album was that i liked common courtesy yeah i think that might have been it yeah yeah okay so it definitely was a it definitely was common courtesy that uh, sorry i just started listening to it a little bit that album i thought was badass i loved that record however if they would have made another one of those records i would have said okay you know i think you guys might be stuck in a rut and i probably would have been a little bit bored most bands that come out with something completely devoid of what they did before do it their sophomore album yeah they waited till they were seniors in college oh my god yeah what are they uh how many albums do they have out like eight seven um let's see they have uh and their name was treason was 2005 Uh, for those who have heart uh homesick what separates me from you Common Courtesy, Bad Vibrations, and now this one. Okay, so that's not as many as I thought, but I mean, yeah, I would be ready to do something completely different, to be honest, and just branch out a little bit. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's I'm more mad about it coming out and not being very good, only due to the fact that they pushed this album back, being like, it needs more time. It didn't. It, it was... It was bad. Ah, okay. See, so I didn't I didn't know that they did that they did that. Yeah, they the the album was done. It was supposed to come out in like November of twenty nineteen. Ah. And they were like, uh we need to push it back because we haven't found artwork that we like. Well that's stupid. And then honestly I I swear that they pushed it back even more because they weren't gonna get a good album release in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I maybe don't. they were hoping that the the pandemic would clear up so that way they could tour the record. Maybe I I don't know. I mean, so like, there's a there's a prog um, metal group slash guy that I listen to, Intervals, and um, it's like a one man project, uh, and he takes a band out on tour of them. 
Hold on and one they, second. Yep. <sighs> Fucking Hicks. <laughs> okay. Some ass fuck decided that they wanted to shoot guns off at 1030 at night. Where? I... I don't know. I live in the fucking boonies. <laughs> you live on the edge of the boonies. Whatever. Either way, I don't know. As far as I read, or the internet speculates, is that the as far as I've read, the internet speculates that they have more than one album on Fueled by Ramen. Hopefully, this was the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I got to say about that. All I got to say. All I have to say. All right. Me me and Jenna go together like peas and carrots. <laughs> we was like peas and carrots again. Mama said they was magic shows. Mama <laughs> said they'd take me anywhere. <laughs> that is the best movie of all time. I love that movie. I can quote that movie all day. Yes. All right. <sighs> well, we went on our WandaVision rants and our A Day to Remember rant. So I don't know about you, Steve, but I think we're ready to wrap this one up. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about this week. Uh, next week, I feel like there's going to be a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nothing in the news. Nobody died. That's true. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, we're not looking forward to people dying, so we have something to talk about. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. all I'm right. winking at him. Right. All right, Steve. So let's bring it on to some recommendations. Uh, what do you have today? This is not going to be the only time I do this because self-gratification, but I have an EP coming out next Friday. Aha. Uh, I'm in a band that is just me and another member. We've been playing music together since 2017. We kind of stopped doing it. We changed the sound and got back together in the middle of the pandemic and wrote three songs. Well, two songs and rewrote a another song uh i fuck with all of that being said go on spotify go on apple whatever check out a case of the mondays the name of the uh, album is going to be called references all three songs are references to a different movie one of them is forgetting sarah marshall one of them is the breakfast club and one of them is dumb and dumber nice well that sounds good what about you? All right. So, um, you know, I'm going to keep it going with the music thing, and I'm actually going to recommend the new A Day to Remember album. You're well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to recommend that. Um, so, uh, you're. F- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> no. All right. So, um, completely different musical style, but uh, I stumbled on this video um, while I was uh, perusing YouTube waiting for the podcast to start. And, uh, uh, I heard the song called Better by Cody Fry and Corey Wong. Uh, Corey Wong is the guitar player for Wolfpack, and he's easily one of the best funk guitarists in the world. And uh, so I usually watch whatever he puts out, but uh, never heard of uh, Cody Fry before, never heard this song before, but man, it was sick. So it, it's, uh, it's a recent listen for me, um, but I highly suggest anybody, you know, anybody goes out and listen to that one you like you know good pop funk kind of music 
Oh, you're done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm done, Steve. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> oh, I think we've we're close enough to an hour that nobody's gonna care. Yeah, this train is going off the rails pretty quick, so. Well I'm going to go get drunk. All right, nice. I'm halfway there. I'm kidding. No, you're not. No. You're drinking Coke Zero. <laughs> no, it's regular Coke. Oh, it's not even the Zero. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't. Do they have a Coke Zero with coffee? Yeah, uh, they have a Coke Zero. Yeah, the Coke Zero Energy. It's like a cherry flavored. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. I know. Yeah. I saw this and I was very intrigued. Yeah, no, it was it. pretty good. I got I got one of those a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm Frank. May the force be with you. Boop. We are sick of the fall. So it stands to reason.